Hello, and welcome to Working Stiff Radio. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Envy, I use they, them pronouns, and this is my co-host. Hi, I'm AJ, I use she or they pronouns. Hell yes. All right, so it's been a while, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> been, a, been a couple of months. Hi, everyone. Been a, been a couple of months. Uh, hello. Uh, yeah, scheduling has been a fucking bitch. We're back, finally. Are we gonna be arrested? <laughs> You're gonna rest it. It's been a whole thing, really. Uh, there's been it's been deceased, it's been accidents, it's been just just a lot, just a lot. But hey, wrestling has kept going. Uh, sometimes to the detriment of pretty much everything. Sometimes good though. Uh, is there anything? This is a panicked start, Envy. Are you okay? Oh, are you kidding me? We haven't recorded in so long. I'm panicked. No, uh, like it's it's chill. It's chill. Take a breath. Do you want to take a breath with me? <sighs> yeah. Can we just do some breathing exercises? Did, did you learn okay. anything at wrestling school of breathing exercises? Getting yourself in the mood. Getting yourself in the space. Can you share any? Can you share any wisdoms? I don't think. I, okay. I think uh, I got a breathing exercise from Taekwondo. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Which I think it was. Let me. Uh, let me. Are you serious? Are you seriously looking up actual breathing exercises now? I'm not looking up anything. I'm trying <laughs> to remember a breathing exercise I was taught, and that isn't a joke. Stop All mocking right. me! All You're right. a distraction I'm, right now. I would never mock. Would I mock you? Never. My arms are crossed. My eyes are rolling. <laughs> You can hear it in the tone of my voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Fuck. Fuck the breathing exercise. Let's. Yeah. Of let's, course. Fuck the breathing exercise. <laughs> of course. Fuck. AJ, we're recording. We're on mic. Let's do an episode. Let's do an episode. Uh, what are we here to talk about today, Envy? Wrestling in general. What are we? What do we like right now? Basically, we're not going to do a. Uh, we're not going to do a solid theme on this one. We just want to get back into the swing of things. So we're going to talk about what do we like. What do we not like right now? Uh, what have we been watching? How do we feel about it? And then also, like, what is the stuff that? What's the what's the things that stay in our minds and our hearts from twenty twenty one? Like a not quite a year in review type thing, but just like you know, a looking back, just a, a looking, looking back. back. Yeah, yeah, a very unprepared, in the moment, gut feeling looking back. Hmm. Uh, we have some prompts provided by our lovely uh, Patreon supporters. If you would like to be one of those, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash working stiff. Working stiff. And it I think it's just, <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, but yeah, there you can find stuff and also get access to our Discord, which is a really nice little place, if I say so myself. Yeah, we have good we have good chats, good hangouts. We it's, really it's do. Nice. Yeah, we watch wrestling live whenever we can. It's good. It's good shit. Uh, and you can get in for as little as a dollar. Pretty much, pretty like you can pretty much pay whatever the fuck you want and get access to anything. Really, we uh, used to be one of those. We used to have one of those tiered content systems, yeah. but then we said, "Fuck that!" Yeah. If you support us, you support us. Thank you. Yep. Here's our here's our funny videos and whatnot. Yep. And honestly, if you just want. If you just want the Discord, chances are if you send us a nice message, you could just get in anyway. Honestly, that hasn't happened before. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Hey, AJ. Hey, Envy. What have you been watching? Um, Recently, I've been watching Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh, Yeah? You know, as I want to do. Uh I was very excited about the Keno uh, Masakatsu Funaki 
a GHC national title match. We need to talk about that for sure because mm-hmm. some stuff happened. I yeah. I watched I watched that match. I like I genuinely dead ass. I popped myself a bowl of popcorn. I had some Coca Cola. <laughs> I sat down. I had like made. I'd finished everything that I needed to do that day. I sat down. I made myself comfortable, and I settled in for an instant classic. And then, and then it was over. <laughs> in I, I think was... two and a half minutes. No, it wasn't that quick. It was I like... think it was. I think it genuinely was. Yeah, I think it was like ten to twelve. No, minutes. no, absolutely not. Do you, do you want to check cage match? Yes. Rather than us arguing about yeah, it. You, hell, you you tell us about this match. I will come back to you with data. Okay, so uh, if there's anything to have been learned from Keno's uh, last national title run, it's that he's a sicko for for shoot style. Uh, which, you know, puts him right there with me. You know, he basically spent that run, like, going against uh, Funaki and Sakuraba, who were, like, you know, of the pinnacle of, like, the 90s pro wrestling grappling, which you crossed over, and the MMA crossover. Uh, he clearly had a lot of respect for them, and, like, was happy they were in Noah, and, like, wanted to wrestle their kinds of matches. You know, So, you know, he he would, like... He he would try and wrestle more of a shoot style than his usual, like pro wrestling. Even though that's a, a very martial arts influenced pro wrestling. Uh, so I was so excited to see this match up made again, and I was saying in our Discord, Funaki needs to win this. Actually, <laughs> uh, I was saying, you know, Funaki needs to win. And uh, why were you say- why were you ch- saying that? Because I wanted Minoru Suzuki to challenge Funaki for for oh the title belt god. at some point. Oh my fucking god! You just want another New Japan invasion? I don't want an invasion. I just want Suzuki to rock up what he wants to, because he's a fucking freelancer and does what he wants. That is entirely fair. Carry on. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Suzuki Goon as a faction, but Suzuki sure. himself can just show up if he wants to yeah, if he yeah, takes yeah. the booking. Uh huh. Uh. And you know he he's been showing up in DVT. He's been showing up. At, uh, so he's he's been in in at cyber fan, cyber fight events recently. Uh, you know he was he was part of the Neo Ito Respect Army uh, <laughs> in at the end of December. Which I still haven't watched that match yet. That match so perfectly designed for me. I haven't watched we it. Should, yet. I haven't either. We should do that like soon together. Let's do a watch along. Yeah, we've been watch along in ages. Let's do a watch along of that match. Absolutely, we should. Let's do that. Uh, so yeah, this have you, have you got the time of this match? By the way, um, I they haven't Still put looking. it into they haven't put it into um cage match yet. So I'm going to Hisami's blog because I know that it is there. Oh yeah, she uh, records match times. Yes. Uh, so anyway. In this match, there's a lot of back and forth, you know, classic Funaki versus Keno style shit of mainly grappling, but like with, you know, the kicks and shit interspersed. Uh, exactly what I want from these two. It was amazing. And then almost out of nowhere, Funaki just gets, snatches Keno in a nasty chokehold and Keno yep. taps. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. It's so good. I was I, so happy. 
I genuinely like yelped out loud when he tapped. Like I did not expect it, did not see yeah. it coming. Even I watched knowing the result and I still got it was still a surprise finish to me. So that yeah, was yeah. great. Uh, like just just by the fact that I expected it to be a much longer match than it was. Mm. Well, I mean, okay, so not to get into Funaki lore, but like <laughs> please, please get into Funaki lore. The thing about Funaki has always been that he can't go very long because he's so used to winning in short times. <laughs> like that's that's kind of his like his kayfabe weakness is sure. going more than fifteen minutes. Yeah, like the that's whole thing good, where that's a good weakness whole, to have. The whole thing where but uh, Bas Rutan f- uh, finally beat him in the in the famous uh, the the first time he, he faced Bas Rutan and Pancras, he beat him. Uh, and I think he might have been the first person to beat Bass. And, but then the second time they faced was for the first ever King of Pancrase, uh, championship match. Like it mm-hmm. was to see who was going to be the first champion. And it was, uh, apparent, the story goes that Funaki knew he was putting Bass over, but Bass thought it was a, sh- a shoot. Oh my so God. it was, so it was, so like, Baz has said afterwards that his whole strategy for the match was to keep Funaki in it for for up past the fifteen minute mark because none of his matches had gone longer than fifteen minutes before because he wins That's too quick. Wild. That's wild. So, yeah. So it's like a re- and then obviously he eventually like Baz eventually won that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like in Cape, but like the reality of the situation was. Funaki guiding the match until Bars could win it, <laughs> you know, because you know, like Funaki knew that he was putting Bars over, and but and, but Bars was going for it like it was a real fight. At least uh, that's the story. Who knows if that, to what degree that's true? Listen, if it is true, that's great. If it's not true, it's just work. That's still great. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan so of either way. So, um, you know, the whole him winning the title quickly yeah. in like a sudden thing like this, obviously with him being older now, like that plays way stronger to his advantage and like it's yeah. probably much more true of, of him now than it used to be. But true, like yeah. he but you know, he's got that in his law of like that's how he wins, <laughs> he wins quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> he wins quick or he doesn't win. Um how mu- how long did you say this match was? In my head I was thinking like 12 minutes. But I, I might have been bamboozled by the entrances and the afterwards. You were. This match was three minutes and fifty-eight. Three seconds. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so into this match. I had no mm-hmm. idea it was only three minutes. Well, okay. Long. So I, I guess need... let's say four minutes because it's two seconds off four minutes. So four minutes. Okay. Long. Yeah, that's the match. Okay. His, I was like so engrossed in this match. I was mm-hmm. watching it so carefully. I knew it finished quickly. I didn't realize it had finished. <laughs> quickly <laughs> here's the I thing did. here's the thing like there obviously you have the entrances but then there's also a fairly lengthy after match thing of all of congo coming out and it's the thing of not even a fist not even a fist yeah that's it, true that's true so so after the match we haven't we haven't talked about this yet so oh, let's, right. let's say it right yeah <laughs> uh, so Funaki, Funaki wins. Funaki is the new ghc national champion uh keno has lost the red belt yeah, um, uh, Marafuji and Tanaka come out to to put like to to put. I think Marafuji puts the belt on Funaki for him. Yes, uh, yes. and you know they're celebrating with him. Uh, 
uh, Keno is just in the ring, like, astounded. Like, I think at one point he's, like, talking to the ref and, like, holding his throat, like, as mm-hmm. if he's asking what happened, even mm-hmm. though he tapped out. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> like, like, he didn't he, like, even... He's, like, sitting leaned against the bottom rope, going, like, with just the most shocked. Like, nobody is more surprised that he tapped than he is. Yeah, like he like he can't believe that it happened. <laughs> um and you know, event so then Funaki gets the mic, it's uh just Keno on the floor and um Marafuji and Tanaka in the corner. I haven't watched the version of this with English comms, but my understanding is Funaki Since I have the translation right in front of me. Yeah, do you want to take over? Yes. Uh Funaki takes a few steps towards Keno and says, Since last year, your matches have inspired me. Today, I have a suggestion. Keno, let's team up. From today, I will enter Congo. At this point, his uh, Morifuji and Tanaka are alarmed, and Funaki turns to them and says, Wrestlers aren't good friends. I settled it with you. I settled it with you a few years ago, but let's do it again. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's so funny to it's just so ra- turn around and say, "Hey, I'm not your friend. I'm a fucking yeah, wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, mate." Uh huh. Uh, Funaki turns back to Keno uh, as Marufuji and Tanaka yeah. walks can, off. Can I just? Can I just? Can I like yes, pay, yes. like exp- talk about the pacing of this as oh, well? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, from yeah. like, because I think from like the reaction, he basically says like, "Keno, I want like me and you to team up." And and like then there's a pause and people mm-hmm. are like reacting to that and that's when he like eventually like delivers almost like a punchline like yeah, yeah. and yes I will join Congo uh-huh. and then everyone's like oh shit and again and- no one is more shocked than Keno is yeah Keno, yeah Keno is watching this happen as if he thinks he's in a dream. Yeah, and then, so then before he says the following of what you've just said of, like, uh, wrestlers aren't good friends, that's because Marufuji and Tanaka walk over, and Marufuji's just like, hey, what the fuck? And he's, like, holding, he's, like, you know, pinching out his Ems Alliance t-shirt, and he's like, oh, you're already in a faction, mate, what's what's this about? (laughs) So fucking funny. Um... Kifunaki reaches out his hand. Keno just looks at it, not entirely sure what the fuck is happening. Eventually gets the wherewithal to grab it. Uh, gets pulled up. Keno's face through all of this has just been a mask of pure shock. Like, he mm. doesn't know what the fuck is happening. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, Funaki... This is like, like a dream for him. Yes, this yes. Is like, well, it's like... It's, it's like a dr- it's like he thinks he's just lost everything, and uh-huh. then instead it's like, ah, oh, don't worry, son, actually, I'm your <laughs> hero, and I'm here to take you under my yes, wing. Yes. <laughs> like- but it's also so fucking funny, because Keno's whole thing has been, fuck the old guys. We're Ex- new except, now. Except them. Like, except he, them, except- yes. He loves Funaki, he yeah. loves Sakuraba, you know, he will give them the respect they're due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fujita as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the um, sh- he respects all the shooters so much because yes, yes. like, and which is yeah. which is exemplified by what he says when he finally when Funaki finally presses the mic into his hand. Um, Masakatsu Funaki, the strongest man in pro wrestling, will walk with us. 
Yeah. Oh, and it, as this is as like this whole handshake dilemma has been happening, yeah. all of Congo have come out <laughs> and surrounded the ring. And, and like, once... and like everyone, everyone is like, "Oh shit, K- Keno is okay with this." Fuck yeah, this rules. And meanwhile, Nakajima is just standing there looking at Finaka I... like, "I don't trust you, motherfucker." I think th- I think that was overstated. Maybe. When I watched when Maybe. I watched it, I I felt like that was just him being him. I feel like that's just always what he's like. You know probably, what I mean? It did, probably. It didn't like it. <laughs> like I know people were doing the whole thing of like, you know, showing his face in the backstage yeah. part. Yeah, but yeah. like when you actually watched it on video, he's just standing there chilling. Yeah. Like he looks yeah, yeah. Sa- he looks calm and sound. He doesn't yeah, look yeah. like he's upset. He is he uh, is definitely the one that has the most intense handshake with Funaki though. Yeah, there's the hesitation of the handshake yeah. with them yeah, too. Yeah. But then I think that's also just the thing of like, oh, you're not the leader of the faction, but you're like the leader of the company because you're the you're the champion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's that sort of thing. It's like, oh well Probably. if you've accepted me, that matters like just as much as if Keno has accepted me. You yeah, know? for sure. And it's also it's also now a champion. Uh, a champion champion handshake just two yeah two yeah champions. exactly with especially in noah where the national and the heavyweight belt or the the champion belt are like roughly on equal ground for the most part yeah like, like obviously yeah the last, obviously the last it's still two, technically the second group belt but, ev- but, like, but every time they go against each other it's it's, to, a it's to yeah it's to it's to like equalize them yeah like both both matches since we started watching, there's been two champion versus champion matches. Both of them have ended in a sixty minute time limit draw. And both of them are my have been my matches of, of the year. Both of them are fucking incredible, yes. And Ken the, the second one was, was was the second one in January or, or in December, the, the latest one? I'm pretty sure it was January. Yeah, so far it's easily my match of twenty twenty two. God yes. God yes. Are you kidding me? And again, Keno, both of them. Keno is yeah. a fucking miracle worker. Keno is. Keno gets talked about so much less than he should. Keno is like the perfect pro wrestler to me at the moment. He honestly. genuinely is. He genuinely like, is. Uh, he he gets wrestling so yeah. much. Yeah, like as much as as much as I love uh, Shizaki, as much as I love Nakajima, and I love mm. them both, like. Dearly, I love them both. Yeah. Uh, if I if I had to take just one wrestler from Noah that I could watch for the rest of my life, it's Keno, mm. and it's not <laughs> and it's not close. Wow. Yeah. Look, Ke- Keno is like Keno is just number one for sure. I love him. He's he's, he's the fucking man. He knows love, what he's doing. I, I love this angry little man who knows exactly what he's doing. He's so confident and vulnerable. Yes. He's, like, yes. Oh, he's so good. He's perfect. He's the greatest. He's so good. Uh, <laughs> do you know what's coming next for them? Oh, so, they're doing. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know anything storyline wise, but I know one very exciting detail about the next show they're doing. I know that today there was a show where it was Funaki, uh, Keno, and Nakajima versus Marafuji, uh, Tanaka, and who will the other Rams Alliance person be? Muto, maybe? Muto, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are other people oh, in Rams Oh, Alliance, no, you know what? Other... You know what? It's, uh, it's probably Mochizuki. 
Oh, it is. It is Mochizuki because Mochizuki's yeah. challenging for the national title. Yes, yes. That is exactly why I was like, no, it's definitely Mochizuki, not Muto. Yeah, yeah. Muto's probably in another. Which is so right good. Now. It is. That's That match is going to rip. Uh, the thing I'm excited for is that they are going to do a show entirely shot by those HD cameras they've been using for oh, the intros God, and for the finishers. Okay, right. Okay. I love Funaki. I love Funaki so much. I'm not here to make fun of anyone's appearance. <laughs> yes, yes. But those cam those cameras are not kind to him. Oh, those, those ca- cameras. Those cameras. Those cameras, cameras are not add kind a to texture anyone. to his face. Yeah, those cameras aren't kind to anyone. <laughs> I and listen. The reason I'm excited for this is not that I think it's going to be good. I think it's yeah, gonna be it's a, that it's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird, it's going to be a train wreck, and I'm here for I it. I hope I'm it doesn't so give me motion sickness. It genuinely might. Like, I don't... Because <laughs> think, think about think about how flimsy those cameras have been with Death of Field so far. Yeah, it and think about get trying, thrown out really easy. Yeah, and think about trying to catch wrestling with that. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, um let's yeah, let's give it a chance, I guess. <laughs> no, again, again, I'm not so... expecting it to be good. No, but I it, don't it's think it's gonna be entertaining. I don't think it's gonna be good at all. I'm so fucking excited to see just how not good it is. Mm. Because it's a, say... it's you know you know what it is? You know what it is? I will always uh you know this about me, I will always respect and enjoy a big swing, and this is a kind of big swing. <laughs> This is a big swing, to be yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, it's interesting, and sometimes that. But okay, if it was one event, that would be one thing. But it's three events in a yeah. row. Yeah, that's like that's a pull, huge swing. They might pull the plug. I feel like they might. I feel like they might do the first one and then go, oh, think, fuck, we no, can't do I feel this. Like they're gonna, no, I think they're going to commit to it. I think they'll do all three. It just, I mean, I hope they do. Be awful. I hope that is the case. They seem like, it, it seems like the kind of thing where once you've set it up, you would want to follow yeah. through with it, regardless yeah. of if it was any good. God, they would, because they need to install extra lighting in Krakow Hall as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking mess. God, I mean, at least a... that means like the product. It's probably I know every time Noah hands up the production value yeah, so far, yeah. it has paid off. Like and they their, have their January eighth show. No, the yes. January eighth one was that. That was New Japan. Yeah, the yeah. January fourth show. Yes, yes. That was like one of the best produced wrestling shows. It looked I've incredible. Ever seen. It looked it, incredible. It looked yeah. amazing. Yeah, and also um, like Noah has like basically for twenty twenty two, with the exceptions of. You know the smaller, the smaller shows where they can't really do much. Noah has been really on top of like the aesthetics of in everything mm. from their marketing material to like they've really stepped yeah, it up with their, their marketing po- material. Their, their poster design has been yeah. amazing. It's so good. Uh, oh. Obviously, adding obviously adding in those HD cameras for the entrances and for the and for the post match stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like so, they have really been. Trying to up their production game, and this I, I think they've, this I is, think they've been like one of the best looking yeah. wrestling products out there. Absolutely, like absolutely. I think this is just them trying to take yet another step. I think it just might be too big a step. I think this is basically a pilot 
because yeah, yeah. like if it looks good then it could be something that they commit to full time as a way mm-hmm. to distinguish themselves yeah, yeah. but that but that's the question no is it isn't it <laughs> like is it actually going to look good <laughs> yeah um is there anything else noah related we want to talk about actually there is uh, but like current day noah going on yeah i mean the Goshiyazaki's set himself up a four-match series to try and earn his way back into the GHC title picture. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be really exciting. First mm-hmm. matches against Segura, mm-hmm. so we're getting a Segura Go rematch with a healthy Go. That's fucking exciting. Honestly, considering the fucking match of the year contender they put on last time, right I, after I gonna... his, his match with Nakajima, well, he had a fractured arm. I was gonna say, like, if you're listening to this and like. If you're not, like, again, this is going out to a lot of people who probably don't watch Noah, probably have never watched Noah. Go, go back, go back, just go back. <laughs> please and, do yourself a favor. Yeah, please do yourself a favor and watch just like any Goshiyosaki match you can find, really, from, it will be 2019 to 2020. Uh, I think right? through to 2021. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was basically, early 2021. Yeah. Basically, Goshiyosaki uh was the undisputed ace of Noah in that period. He was the GHC heavyweight champion and he had a string of title defenses that fucking defied all logic in how consistently incredible they were. Uh Best his title match, since Kabashi. Oh, without question. Um Including in other companies, honestly. You know, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, like all wrestling. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, his match with Segura, uh, Takashi Segura is one of the best matches in that row, in a row of incredible matches. There is an incredible match with Keno, Marafuji, um, Nakajima, uh, who else? <laughs> so many. Fujita. <laughs> Fucking watch the, the match, he, match. The match he won it in against Kaito was it's great. It's incredible, yeah. Uh, fucking run, don't walk through the Fujita match, and then just stay sitting there. Don't blink. <laughs> don't move a muscle. I promise you, it will pay off. <laughs> fucking remember when Fujita wanted to fucking spit water in Ghost's face, and then he drank hand sanitizer instead, and just almost oh. fucking threw up by the side of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then he still, and then he still realizes his mistake, takes another swig, and spits it in Go's face. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I can't believe you just gave away that spot. I'm gonna have to bleep like every word in between the lines. It's so fucking funny. I mean, I mean, we haven't we haven't given away the major thing about the match. Right? No, no, but still, but still, I don't, oh I don't want God. anything about that match given away. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're if you're listening to this in the Southpaw feed, hello, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Uh, you can go into uh Working Stiff Radio's actual feed, actual feed, and see the uh the two by two episodes that AJ and I have done for. Over a year and basically follow us from the start of our Noah journey, which was virtually at the start of Goshiyazaki's uh, uh, championship run. So if you want to follow yeah, along it, with us watching that, his, you can do so. 
I think the first big Noah show we watched was like his second title defense. It was the Manafuji match. Yeah, I think that was his second defense. Yeah, that was, our, was that was our that was the uh, that was the episode where we watched uh, Kobashi versus Masawa, which is like one of the most uh, acclaimed pro wrestling matches of all time, uh, just in general. And then we were right after we watched uh, Shiyazaki and Marafuji, basically uh, watching the two masters and then the two students who have since gone on to become masters fight each other one on one, and it's incredible. Uh, so yeah, you can you can go watch that. The episode I think is called "We're Sleeping Together Suplex." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm pretty it sure. Is. I'm pretty sure that's what we. Opened uh, that up. was that was from the, that was from the Kabashi Masawa match. Watch yep. along. Yep. And then of course in those early sleep- episodes, we were experimenting with like cutting in <laughs> audio from the watch alongs. I still think that's a good idea. It was just a hassle. Yeah, to do. It, it's just a hassle. It's just yeah. editing time. Yeah, because it also it was so hard to actually like get good. Like because we started eventually hitting matches that just weren't that exciting, and we were just tired recording them, so there just weren't a lot of good reactions to get. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, honestly, the biggest hurdle was just editing time. Yes, definitely. Because most of the time, it was like, I just want to get this episode done and yes. out as quick as possible. I don't yeah. want to yeah. go through the whole of the watch along again. <laughs> find the best parts and then uh-huh. try and find the best places in the episode to put them in. Yep. Yep. Try to try to line all of it up. Anyway, uh, uh, you said you said the match of the year contender. Uh, do you want to talk about? Because I'm I'm pretty sure that both of our matches of last year were Noah matches. Uh, I'm pretty sure both of our wrestlers of the year last year as well were Noah matches. And again, this is very much like gut feeling. Uh, we're recording this at the 28th of January, so like some time <laughs> has passed uh, since this was fresh in both of our ADHD-riddled minds. Um, so yeah, how do, you, how do you feel? Like, if you were looking back at 2021, what would be the one match you'd take away from it? I have my answer. It's it, it's between two for me. Okay. Do you want me to go with mine first then? I think yeah, because I think yours. Well, actually, it's between like three for me. Actually, <laughs> I've just remembered. Uh-huh. Uh, I th- yeah. So I know yours is one of mine. Oh yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. So that match is. Nakajima versus Kitamiya, the first ever Noah Cage match. God, what a fucking match. It is, like, tailor-made for me. (laughs) It is the... Like, you know every now and then a wrestling match comes on and you're just like, oh, this is a gift for me, specifically. This is... Mm. They... They looked at my they looked at my customer card and said, We're gonna make a match for Envy tonight. And that's what this match is. <laughs> it's the per- <laughs> it's the perfect pro wrestling match. Oh, that uh, was like that whole feud was incredible. Yes. We were like riding so high on the aggression oh, right as God, that yes. happened. God yes. I think I think like if we're talking like feuds of the year, like I think maybe Maybe an AEW feud comes to mind, but like Nakajima Kitamiya, I, mean, yeah. I think might take it still. I think for a lot of people, it would probably be the Hangman Kenny. But like, yes, of course, of as, course. Much as, as much as I, I feel like, I feel like that's, I, 
I feel like yeah. that's unfair though, because that has gone on for a long like that's a two year. That's a two year feud. That's a multi year feud. Yes, yeah. yes. But it like I sort love, of love the hangman. Last year. Yeah, and I I yeah, love I, Hangman. Love Hangman to death. Still still love Hangman. No no qualms about that man. He's fighting Lance Archer. I'm very excited in a Texas Deathmatch. Uh when that stipulation was revealed to him, he went I'm sorry, what now? And looked very afraid <laughs> for a split second, and I'm very excited about that. He's perfect. I wish I wish he was wrestling more. I wish they let him wrestle more because he wants to, but you know. I think you want to be very careful after that botched moonsault. Oh, God, yes. God, yes. Because uh, yeah, uh, yes. him showing up for this feud was the first time he's yeah. been around since that. Yeah. But yeah, Nakajima versus Kitamiya, Noah's first ever cage match. Uh, it's actually, I'm honestly surprising myself by picking this, uh, because it is a no crowd match and no crowd matches are kind of, I just, I, they, they can be good. Like they can be really good as obvious. Yeah, as, go, go versus Fujita was a, was a no crowd yes, match. That's why yes, it happened like that. Absolutely. But like, as uh, evidenced by the fact that a no crowd match is my match of 2021. Uh, but like for the most part, I really don't care for no crowd matches. There's just a level of energy that isn't there. Uh, and Kitamiya, Kitamiya especially, I mean, Nakajima obviously as well, but Kitamiya especially just fucking pulled me through, pulled me through it and up, up and above it. Uh, that match is so fucking good. And especially because of how it ends. Um, and like what a new, what a new beginning it marks, what a new like Nakajima era it sets mm. off. Because then he goes on to fucking win the N1. He goes on to have that incredible match with Keno. He goes on to have, he goes on to beat Marafuji for the title. It's just, oh God, it's so good. And it's so good. I wish, can, can I, I, can I wish, just say on, yeah, on yeah. the subject, on the subject mm-hmm. of Nakajima specifically, but also Noah in general. Noah has been getting a lot of really good, interesting, uh, like r- journalism and and criticism, like yeah. written about it recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that uh, shout out friend, to shout out our to friend Avery. Avery yep. uh, put out uh, an article through Fanbyte making the case for why Nakajima is the best wrestler of 2021, yep. and like in that article, you know, brought out like parts of the story about like this match specifically that you were talking about about the cage war that's mm-hmm. like oh you know i i thought i knew this match but like there's still <laughs> other details to pick up you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and that that was even after i'd already gotten that from reading what other people had written about it as well we uh, are like we almost we should absolutely do a two by two episode where we have them on to talk about those series of articles and those matches Oh yeah, because this this was yeah hell. this wasn't even that this wasn't even for that ser- that series of articles. This was a yeah, different yeah, article yeah. they did for fun. That's right? true. That's but, true. But yeah, we we've been getting a, a lot of great writing about Noah, which is yeah. like helps me at least to stay engaged. Like to Absolutely. have like good critical writing being put out. Yep. Yep. Uh, I just you know I I love like to act- I love when people actually <laughs> engage with wrestling that way. You know, yeah, not yeah. to be like a wanky. You know, no, but that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is a that is a mode of engagement that both of us are fans of. Like, it's not a matter of us trying to like criticize things and talking down on things and like picking things apart. Like, we just like engaging with things in that way, 
then that's fair. Yeah, and, that's and, fine. and this writing, if more than anything, like makes me more of a fan of the show because like it br- it brings out so much. Like it brings so much about like the narrative. It brings out so much more emotion. Yeah, like, it's it's incredible. Uh, because so yeah, shout out Avery and other yes. writers that are that are putting out great work. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of them now. Um, do you yeah. have? Do you agree with uh, Nakajima being? Wrestler of the I year. I feel like Nakajima is definitely wrestler of the year for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think. Like, I, yeah, it, I think he deserves it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like he, he's put in the fucking work for so long, and like, yeah, yeah. we both we both like fell for him as soon as we started watching Noah. Oh, and, of like, course. He's, on, yes. he's only he's only shone, he's managed to shine even more, like, without Go to be opposite. So, remember, like, remember that's... how fucking scared we were when he would lo- when he lost the hair and we thought he was gonna, we thought it was such a, or I thought, I, I'm not gonna say we, because I think you were, I think you I were I was like, saying the whole it. time, I was like, yeah. I'm confident he's gonna pull it yeah. off. I, I, no, I this was man, not. This man's too hot to look ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I was not, I fully, I fully admit, and then he fucking crushed all of our expectations and now like the fact that he went oh, from can I, the fact can I that just he say went from well, yeah yeah go ahead i don't know i don't know if this has been made explicit anywhere yet but like to me now the the way he's treated his hair after it got shaved as well very much leads into a like oh he got it he lost that he didn't just lose that match so that he could like start again he no. lost that match so that he could like make himself more in uh, sasaki's image <laughs> Because oh, like, he, no, yeah. I know, but like, because yeah, no, that yeah. that has been part of his story as well yes, as him absolutely. as champion is like he, he's used the lariat and it's not been that's not been in reference to Go that's been in reference to Sasaki you know what I mean yeah, yeah and yeah. like and and especially of it all coming out of the cage war you know Sasaki for reference who uh, had a majority part in training Nakajima who was like his father figure. Quite literally. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think I agree. I think I agree as well. Nakajima is the clear, the clear prospect there. I think for a moment, um, actually, not just for a moment. For like, I think the only contender would be Kingston, Eddie Kingston. Yes, yeah, Eddie uh, Kingston is like the only person who could challenge Nakajima for yeah, me. Yeah, and I think it, for for me, I think that would be a close fight. I don't know how close it would be for you. Um, it would also be very close. Yeah, but it's yeah. like it feels completely different. Like it because does. Oh, of, absolutely. That's the thing. I this is why I hate like of the year stuff because yes. I've always been someone who struggles to say you know this thing is my favorite d- like to mean anything other than like oh I like that a lot you know mm-hmm. like I I hate having to like actually rank things. I could never I could never do a numbered list. Never. Yeah, me neither. In my, me neither. In my life. Uh, so my yeah, top three could... matches of the year. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because I can't decide a number one. Uh-huh. Uh, Envy has talked about uh, Cage War there. That's yeah. one of them. We've obviously yeah. we've talked about that a lot more uh, in the do past. Not, uh, do not watch that match if you are squeamish with with regards hmm. to blood, because there's or a lot trauma. of it. Or head trauma. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, 
Second one, I think we've already mentioned. Uh, these are all Noah related, even yep. though I said Eddie Kingston uh, <laughs> is the only one who could challenge it. These are all Noah related, and the Kajima's in all of them. Yep. Uh, can I? Can one, I guess? Can I guess? I mean, I'm pretty sure I've already said what they are, but you can feel free to guess. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's. It has to be the Keno uh, Nakajima. Uh, not. Ooh, is it the N1 finals match or is it the double title match? It's a double title match. Mm, was that in Was the, that in 2021? Uh, that's oh okay. I'm confused. Or about was that, that now, or was that early 2022? Well, they. Mm, Either way, both of, both of them are worthy to be in that spot, to be fair. Yeah, because the earlier matches between them were also really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where Nakajima beat Kano mm-hmm. in the N1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The um, final. Yes. <laughs> Yo, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, that was such a good match. It's incredible. Um, and the, the other one was going to be Congo versus DDT. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, from the from Cyber Fight Fest. <laughs> Who is this angry man on a bicycle? It's such a good match. So that- I I have I have that screenshot on my desktop, and you have no idea how many times a day I pull that up and just sit and watch that, look at it for a couple seconds, just to like feel my spirit refresh. I think, yeah. So, like to me, that was like. I feel like how we were saying earlier that like Keno just really gets wrestling. Mm-hmm. I feel like that match might be like the most wrestling match of 2021 because yeah. like there was a lot of like hard hitting action. There was a lot of like really good technical shit. Like mm-hmm. there was so much fighting spirit, but then also <laughs> there was just loads of like prop comedy. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. It was good prop comedy too. Yeah, uh, and I think for me, a a large part of why I fell in love with it is because I don't watch DDT as much as I should or would like to, because Mm -hmm. there are so many things to watch and there is so little time in the world. Uh, But that that match really, like, got me going on, like, oh, Eruption's really good, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) I, like, fell in love with Eruption during that match. Haven't they been disbanded now? What? Haven't they? Or was that a different group? Have I? What are you? Are you thinking of someone else? I don't. Maybe eruption. Eruption. Were who? Uh, were who? Neo Ito Respect not- Army just fought in December. Oh, okay. Then in that case, I'm probably thinking of a different faction then. Because I think wasn't there? Oh no, 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 no! Wait, it's the um. Wasn't it the fucking? Maybe it was an AJPW it- faction. I'm thinking of. I don't it know was what a, you're thinking of. It was a faction that people really liked, and they were upset when they broke up recently. Was that in Dragon Gate? Maybe. I don't Dragon think Gate's so, always got factions splitting up. I don't think it was, though. I think it was either DDT or AJPW. Anyway, we... Oh, was I, it... I have no idea. Was it 37 Kamina? Because there's, like, Bannon and shit now in DDT, isn't there? Maybe. I genuinely don't know. I genuinely do not know. Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking of. Again, I neither of us watch as much DDT as we would like to, or as we should, honestly. <laughs> we fucking should. We have the subscription. We have the subscription, and there's so much good shit on there. Yeah, it, honestly, it really is. 
DDT is like my dream place to like go and wrestle at the because it's like I've got no other way of facing people from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. Honestly, I mean to be you know, no offense to DDT to look like the DDT roster's also great and I yes. love it every time I watch. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I am in love with the pro wrestling Noah roster, and I want to yeah. have matches with everyone on there. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's totally. But fair. it's just, but it but also I I'm I'm not a man, so <laughs> <laughs> that do that do be an issue. That do be an issue in Noah. Um, do you have any? Well, this is this has been the pro wrestling Noah. Yeah, hour. it's all been about this is the Noah corner. talk about AEW because there's we, let's do it you know. that's the other, I mean that's the other major promotion that both of us watch so yeah sure yeah um what's going on right now in AEW that we are excited about well I since it's been a while since mm-hmm. we since we have recorded or uh-huh. at least since we put anything out let's talk about uh Brian Danielson uh also a very close contender for wrestler of the year also a very close contender for it. Yeah, him and it's the, him and fucking Kingston are the only two that w- would like threaten Nakajima. Yeah, to me. Yeah, uh, Brian not Danielson. The, not, the, not that I saw the stuff he was doing in WWE because because he was also in WWE no, last year. I, I but, no one counts that. But it was Whatever, apparently what, good. It was yeah. apparently good. Okay, he had the, sure. he had the match. He had the triple threat match where Roman. Uh, fucking stacked him and Edge and pinned them both at the same time. That's very funny. I mean, um, that was at WrestleMania. Oh my god. He was in was. WrestleMania the same year that he was in AEW. Of course it was. That's incredible. Uh, but yeah, no, even, even with with just the work he did in AEW, he would be a contender for Wrestler of the Year. Honestly. Like yeah, the string, every the match string of matches. Suzuki, Kingston, um, the promos Omega. were mostly great. He was yeah. like a bit too much into testicles for me. Yes, there was certainly there was a lot of ball talk. There really was, and it was not. He was trying to get Kenny no balls going, and it was just come on. It, and it, it didn't help. It didn't no. help that like on the same shows as he was doing this, like Jericho was doing and Lambert were doing like their homophobic God. back and forths and shit like that. I want them. The fact that the both of them. Are still going. <laughs> I want to rip my eyes out every single time they appear on screen. I'm so tired of them. Get rid of them. We don't need them. Please, please. I'm begging you, Tony. Tony, listen to me. Get these old men off of my TV screen, please. Uh, who else did he fight? Hangman, obviously. The two both Hangman matches were fucking incredible. Um, Suzuki Kingston. I think I think the two hangman yeah so Kingston was like maybe my favorite one of his matches. But it's either Kingston both... or Suzuki for me. So oh yeah, Suzuki as well. Like obviously that's just a dream match. That's yeah. like part of the reason he left WWE was so he could face Suzuki. Like mm-hmm. that's that's and just was, true. And he was and you right can tell too. that and he was right too. Yeah. And that's true. And you can tell it watching the match, which is like incredible. Yeah. I think we um, I think we even talked about it on the last episode. The unreleased. Of this show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, on their own release, right, right, right. 
Yeah, but his matches since we recorded that with Hangman yeah. have been both of them, both the time. He had a 60 minute time limit draw mm-hmm. and he had a rematch with judges that went about, was it 37 minutes, 45 minutes? Something, something like that. Like the, that. Judge, the judges were not used, which I appreciated. Yeah, which is the second time they've had judges and not used them, which makes yep. me think third time might be the charm. Probably, yes. I think um, I think like the second they announced they were gonna have judges, I was like, people people are like out here uh um theorizing about who they are gonna bring in to judge. And I'm like, it's not gonna be they're not gonna go another sixty minute time limit draw. They're yeah, not gonna have this be another one. And I saw people being like, oh, well, it doesn't make sense for them to bring in the judges if they're not going to use them. And I was just like, but they've already done that. They've yeah. set the precedent yeah. for that. So yes. like it kind of does actually. <laughs> and it's, and it makes, and it still makes sense. It's just like, it's just like a kayfabe reason why they can't go to another draw. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. And as soon, as soon as they revealed who the judges were, it's like, oh, it's just the old men they have on the roster already. Okay, cool. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, well, I think we last time he did it, they didn't really have enough like on-camera old yeah. men personalities. I think it was they do it now. was it was Paul White, Mark Henry, and Jerry uh, Lynn. Jerry Lynn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Danielson did the uh, the package, <laughs> the you know the Gotch style, which yeah. was also Jerry Lynn's finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he it- would do it differently. He would he would lift it up. Like, he, you know, the way that uh, Suzuki does the gotch style grip lift. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Lynn would would lift them up from the waist lock and then oh. add in the gotch style while they were already in the air. Interesting. Okay, cool. I don't, rem- I don't remember which one Danielson did during the match, but he was definitely like taunting Lynn with it. Oh, he, he, he taunted the judges quite a bit. Like he directed all of this. <laughs> he did, he did. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> as soon as the match starts and he leaves the ring and just goes and does star jumps in front of Big yep. Show. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I mean, he does. He he did that throughout the fucking Hangman feud, right? Of like just saying, like, I have better cardio than you. You don't yeah, work out yeah. as hard as I do. I can. Which keep of doing course this led to day. the great moment where fucking Hangman uh-huh. just takes him out and then gets in the ring and does star jumps. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Those two are so good. Yeah, they and really are. I, they really are. I had you know like. Danielson was on such a roll that, like, even though everyone loves Hangman, he had a bunch of people being like, oh, but maybe Danielson should just win it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah. but to be honest, Hangman fucking shot in those matches. Oh, like, God, yes. What a champion. What the, a champion. The thing, honestly, the thing that, like, obviously his, um, obviously the match where Hangman takes it off of Kenny is incredible. It's a great, great, great moment. Uh, this match or these two matches felt like mm, they're putting up a, putting him up against Danielson. Like this could be, this could really be a this make or break moment. Yeah, this could be a make or break for Hangman. For like, you have with with Kenny, you have enough of a story to get by, even if the match itself maybe isn't like top tier. It was. But like now, you're going in with just literally one of the best wrestlers to ever walk the earth. How you how you gonna do, kid? And he does fucking incredible twice. Yeah, yeah. He hangs like he hangs in there. He fucking he fucking pulls it off. 
he he is not like Danielson doesn't carry him through those matches in any way. Maybe a little bit at some points, but but not in like a not in like a he needs it, just in like a we're guiding each other around, like you know, like standard yeah. wrestling stuff. Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, I think I think what 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 Hangman when when you're comparing the two, like what Hangman lacks in technical wrestling ability that Danielson obviously like excels at, Hangman more than makes up for with the the classic fighting spirit type shit, right? Mm-hmm. The fucking god, the fucking painting someone did of Hangman beating on Danielson on the turnbuckle, both of them just running with blood. Oh, I haven't it's seen it. So, haven't it's seen it. so it good. good. It's gorgeous. It's like I want to commission that person to to just give me that full size painting and hang it on my wall forever. It's gorgeous. Uh, and now. So Hangman retains, obviously Hangman is still the champion, and now his next challenger is Lance Archer, returning Lance Archer, and we're finally having Jake the Snake back. I'm excited yeah. about that. He's back. <laughs> but now he's good. Now Lance has two dads. Because <laughs> one of Jake, them is fucking Jake, Adam Lambert. <laughs> Jake was gone with COVID, so yeah. he sort of like adopted Adam Lambert as a secondary yeah. dad. Not e- not even. Like he he uh when he, because when he first comes out, he goes to fucking uh, attack Lambert. And yeah, because last time, last Hangman, time they that... were, last time they were on screen together, he hits him with the iconoclasm. Yeah, or the blackout or whatever. What, the blackout. What's, what's, what's he called? The blackout. It? Yeah, yeah, the blackout. Okay, yeah, because Hangman, Hangman in his promo says, uh, "I think." It, uh, what the fuck does he say? He says like, "You can choke slam me through the abyss, no, and you I can will, cho- you can uh, I will rise with dragging all seven layers of hell behind me, or something like that." Uh, hold on, hold on. I I wrote this verbatim to Steph because I knew she would be delighted by it. Um, <laughs> here we go. Give me the blackout. Choke slam me to the abyss. I will climb back through all nine layers and bring hell with me. Christ, yeah, that's it. Nine layers. I miscounted the layers of hell. You did. Fake you, did. you know. Sorry, I only own Paradise Lost. I've never read it. <laughs> the secret's finally coming out. It's just on my bookshelf. I found it in a charity shop. Okay, <laughs> it was cheap. Uh, I can't talk. I have fucking D and D books sitting on my bookshelf right now. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> oh, Wizards of the Coast. Word. I hate myself. <laughs> we all consume garbage. I have, I have to. I can at least say it's an investment because I'm making money off of it. But you know, that's technically true. You are getting work out of DMN. Yes, you know. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking run Curse of Strahd again because of it. Never thought I'd say those words. Anyway, this is not a role playing <laughs> game podcast. Uh, <laughs> If there's interest, maybe there will be one day because we're both uh, a lot of. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard some scuttlebutt in the Southport Discord about about some uh, about some interest to set up uh, some I, sort of actual play. I need to be in the to be in the Southport Discord more. 
Yeah, okay. But, I, I'm I'm in so 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 many discords. Yes, yeah, I keep up. I keep up with very 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 few of them. But I I, I do thing, I do make sure the Southpaw one is one of them. It's a good Discord to keep up with. Here's uh, the thing: support I, Southpaw on Patreon. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, absolutely do. Uh, also, thank you to Southpaw for hosting this very uh, for hosting this very podcast. Uh, for me, I just. I okay. I moderate a Discord professionally. I I am the owner mm. and moderator of another community Discord. I uh, <laughs> I just there's just there's just too many to go around, and there's too too much paying attention. To I have it. yeah. I have got like so so many that I've like been thinking about for so long. What if I just leave? Like yeah. almost every Discord I'm in. Yeah. What if I just leave all of them except the ones I actually check? Yeah. What would happen then? <laughs> so I I have taken another route. I'm still in them. I have just muted them and put them in an archive. Uh, and I go into <laughs> them. I go into them whenever I need to find specific links that might be in them. <laughs> so that is basically what I use them for. Anyway. Um yeah, Lance Archer is the next content next uh next contestant. It's gonna be in a Texas death match. Which it's gonna is, be a sick match. It's gonna be sick. I guess that's that's uh, a way to make it make sure it's a good match out of no build yeah. is make it yeah. a Texas death match because yeah, and honestly hang, hangman's great. good hangman's good at those yeah. uh sort of gimmick matches. I'm Lance really... Archer is well practiced at the Texas oh, death yeah. match by now. It's basically his match, honestly. Uh, also, it makes sense. Given it, this gimmick actually makes more sense of like yep. why the fuck they've been calling him a fake cowboy. Like, so well, that's well, what well, I was it's been gonna, built into a Texas death match. Okay, that's what I was gonna go. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I'm so happy they're not prolonging the build off of being a fake, the fake cowboy shit because I'm not interested in that. I'm just not. Yeah. Like, if sure, if that's a thing you throw out every now and like, sure. But like, if you were gonna build a whole feud on that, which what which is absolutely what it seemed like they were about to do, I I'm so happy they just decided no, let's just make this a fucking dope finishing match and then have have it move on. You know, I am a little bit sad that Archer is gonna lose yet another big match because I feel like he hasn't really. <laughs> I feel yeah, like it's so, I feel like it, he should have won a title by now. He should have won something. how many attempts he's been thrown in for. I, I don't even I don't even need him to have won a title. He should have just won something that isn't a squash jobber match. Yeah, he should w- yeah, he should win a feud. Yeah. He should win against like someone who's kind of important. Yes. He has like has he actually won anything important in AW since he joined? I don't know. No, did right? he did he win did he win did he win the NG, NJPW US title in AEW or did he win that in in New Japan oh, USA? I don't know. I don't Cuz he won that from Moxley, didn't he? Yes. I think he that I think that might have been in AEW. That I think that was the Texas Death match he finally won or something Maybe, like that. Maybe. Yeah. But that still, was like good that's... when he when he had that belt. That was good, mm-hmm. but obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they can't control when he's got that belt. No, of course, they need that trio's belt. They need it so bad. Just, just get it in there. Fuck, and women's tag. God, yeah. They need a trio's belt, and they need a women's tag <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Um, alright, what else is happening on AW? Moxley is back. Happy to have him back. Bully Ray can go fuck himself. One of the first Uh, things he says is go fuck yourself, uncensored. Yep. Yep. It's great. Um, 
obviously uh he he cuts a fucking fire promo i think i dm'd you immediately after watching yeah, it I'm like did. remember remember every now and then when you're like you're like kind of forgotten how good someone is on the mic and then they start talking and immediately like you're oh like oh fuck yeah i got that push notification and was like oh who will this be about uh oh moxley came (laughs) it's about mox isn't it and then the second message came through and it was like just watching mox right now (laughs) (laughs) it's such a good fucking promo all i drink these days is blood (laughs) throws the mic down (laughs) Yeah, that that fucking rules. You know what? You know what should happen. You know what should Uh definitely happen Uh now, Uh right? Remember when (laughs) Madit should bring Gangrel in again? (laughs) Mox should be a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) They should genuinely do vampire Mox. I think. Because Gangrel's already been in for like the Hardy Compound yeah, match, yeah, but he was yeah. apparently due another booking before the before Edge did the Brood entrance. Remember, oh like there was a the whole thing of like, oh well, yeah, and like that actually cost them the booking because it was like, oh well, now it's just going to look like they've brought him in to ride WWE yeah. hype. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But like, Vampire imagine if he's like, oh, if he says so that, funny. and everyone's just like, "Oh, it's it's Mox being like a badass as usual." But then, like, what if next? But he bites people all the time anyway. But like, yeah. what if next week or some or like sometime in the future, he like what starts if next biting week he bites someone in the neck? Yeah, what if he's like starts on the forehead, but then drops to the neck? <laughs> oh my fucking god! And he mind. loses by disqualification, but just still goes at it. <laughs> just still is doing it. It's like, just, Whoa, what the fuck? Hold on, hold on, it's just do the fucking uh the Lucha Underground storyline in season one with Penta, uh but with I Moxley never got and past like, the first episode. Okay, do I've you watched know... the first episode of Lucha Underground like three or four times? Okay, and but I've do... just never watched the rest. But do of you it. know? But do you know how that story ends and how that what that hap- what happens in there? I I don't know anything. I don't know. All right, anything. let me. Okay, AJ, fucking my friend, you need you need to watch these <laughs> this match. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna spoil this storyline for you because it's so fucking good, and it should it is mm. it is what should happen here. Uh, you okay? Oh, this, is this the Vampiro death match? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've seen the Vampiro death match. I've seen the okay. Vampiro death yes. match. Yes, in that in that case, you're fine. So basically, Penta uh, Penta El no, he wasn't Penta El Zero. He was Pentagon. Dark Pentagon Junior, Pentagon Junior, I think. Whatever he Penta, it's Penta. Whatever name he goes by, it's Penta. Uh, he was the fucking it's death machine, it, basically. Uh, he was the fucking death machine. Uh, whenever he would beat someone, which he always did, he would then like the bell would ring, and then he would fucking break their arm. Uh, and Bref which had he to still pull them uses off. in AEW, except yes. they don't like they don't sell it as a thing yeah. that causes sustained injuries anymore. Yeah, because they just because do it as, that, like, a spot in a match. Because that move was a storyline. Because he did it. He would always say that he did it for his master, like it was a ritual sacrifice mm-hmm. type situation, and no one knew who the fuck his master was. Uh, like he would always call out to his master, like. It always prove himself worthy to his master, body, body, blah. And this went on for the whole fucking season. And then finally, uh, we he starts feuding with the commentator from Puro, a former former professional wrestler, big in the Lucia world, um, big in like deathmatch type situations. Uh, had not wrestled in a long time, uh, but he starts feuding with Vampiro. 
Vampiro does his whole shtick. You know, he goes from being just the regular white commentator man to doing the makeup and doing the cursed bishop stuff coming down with the smoky thing i don't know religion uh they have a fucking <laughs> they have a brutal fucking match with blood and fire and light tables tubes. and light tubes and everything it's a fucking great death match if you're into that um and then yeah and it was also like didn't vampiro like come out of retirement for that match yes like he hadn't wrestled yes, he in years yes yes this is vampiro's first match in like many many years and maybe should he have done it maybe not but he did and I'm happy for it. Um, but yeah, Penta, Penta beats him and he calls out to his master, like, finally, f- like, now, please, please, now I must have finally done the thing. And then Vampiro starts yelling at him. Like, he, Vampiro is laying down. He holds out his arm and he starts yelling at Penta to do it. Just fucking do it. Do it. And Pentagon picks out his arm, breaks it. Uh, Vampiro screams in pain and agony and rolls around and then slowly gets up and he says, well done. Now you are ready. And Vampiro was his master all along. And it's fucking great. <laughs> and Pentagon and Pentagon drops to his knees realizing, because Pentagon didn't know Vampiro was his master either. And Pentagon drops to his knees in realization and they have this incredible moment of like, you are now ready, my child. Go forth and bring fucking havoc wherever you go, and it's incredible. Okay, it's I've, so okay. I've, I've got, I've got a new proposal for this mox vampire storyline, uh-huh. which uh-huh. you're not going to see coming. Okay, okay, um, okay. So we bring, we bring in vampire, we bring in vampiro, and that's the vampire no, 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 turning no. for. No, no, it's not not to do with vampiro. <laughs> not to do with vampiro. It's it go going back to Gangrel, uh-huh. right? So I've Gangrel been watching is the, Gangrel. Out of those two vampires, Gangrel is the one I would rather have. Yes, no offense to Van- Vampiro. Did a lot of cool shit of like mm-hmm. bringing in musicians to wrestling, which I yes. thought was cool. He had uh, like a he had like a big thing with the misfits. He had the misfits, and he had ICP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was like tagging with the Kiss Demon. Oh right. Um. But yeah, so like he was always involved with like the music stuff, uh, and so like that that was always dead cool to me. But mm. I so Gangrel, I've been watching. It's, it's something you asked me earlier. What have I been watching? Something I've been watching is I've been watching Taz's old uh, WWF run. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. okay. And one of the people he had, like, he had quite a couple of like just random jobber matches in with early in that point is Gangrel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, what if Gangrel gets brought into job to hook? Oh my god, we need to talk about hook. <laughs> what if Gangrel gets brought into job to hook and instead he just fucking takes him? What if he just what if he just claims him and now hooks <laughs> like one of his lost boys? <laughs> and then, so Team Taz come down to be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing to, to our uh, to our kid? In comes Mox and Vampire oh Shooter. <laughs> Fucking god! <laughs> We've got it. It's the, it's the Death Riders. The Death Riders are here. <laughs> AJ, AJ, <laughs> AJ. We can't put this on the podcast. My brain is so big; it's throbbing. <laughs> you have to sell. Don't okay. Don't say it's throbbing ever again. <laughs> 
first of all. It's got a big vein in it. You, you, that shit is my lane. You stay in yours. (laughs) But fucking, you need to sell that. You need to sell that. Tony Khan, if you're listening, uh, TM, TM, TM. (laughs) All I'm saying is I could be on the booking committee. I could be a creator. (laughs) You need some writers. I know you like want people to like, you don't want to do like the creative has nothing for you thing, but you kind of do that when you leave it to everyone to come up with their own ideas. Like that happens by default. Hire me. I can do shit like this. Exactly. Vampire Hawk, think about what that'll do for Reigns. And listen, whenever whenever AJ doesn't have an idea, we just we just play some uh we just play some spindle wheel and suddenly we got everything we need. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall we talk shall we talk we about We need to hook? talk about Hook. We need to talk about Hook. Yeah. Uh, so they sent, Sam, they Sam from hook. Southport was asking me about Hook anyway, so I think it's probably good to talk about him on the podcast. Do you want to? Do you want to take us away? Oh, I mean, I feel like I've just done a lot of talking with the Death Riders okay. gimmick. Hook, Can you hook, take over for hook, hook for a hook. minute? He's been in AEW for a long time. He's been in Team Tennessee. just over a year. Just over a year. It, uh, it was exactly like, a year between his on-screen debut and his in-ring debut. Like, it was yeah, the year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is just, like, in the background of Team Tass stuff, basically. And, like, not in the background. It's just like, oh, who's that mysterious figure? But he's just, like, he's in he's Team there. Tass. He's, he's there. Hanging he's around. Yeah, he's, like, he's Team Tass's friend. Every he's, now he's and then he'll an do a move on someone. Yes, yes. He will, he will like... Uh, chop block someone's legs from un- out underneath them from behind or something like that to let the or others get the Or he'll randomly do an exploder on the outside of the ring while yeah. the ref's not looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but throughout this, throughout the entire year, because the thing about him is he is, and the, and the commentators will remind you of this in case you ever forget, but he's very handsome. Very, he's a very handsome. The cold-hearted, boy. handsome devil hook! Exactly. Uh, he's a very handsome man, um, and he's also Tass's son. He's Taz's which makes it son. even better, which makes it so much better. Um, but yeah, he finally has his in-ring debut, and like immediately, he is the most popular professional wrestler in AEW. As soon as uh, he makes his entrance, yeah, he is yeah. The, can I just say his entrance is that it's incredible. Uh, that, can, People, okay, because of how well protected he is so far, mm-hmm, and the fact mm-hmm. that he hasn't really had to sell for anyone or anything like that, you know, I think people are like, oh, well, you know, we like Hook, but we're not going to say he's, like, good yet, because we haven't had to see, like, we haven't had to see him vulnerable, which is what a large part of wrestling is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, just from his entrance alone... That man understands his character so well. Oh, like oh, he understands 100%. his character way more than anyone who talks about him does. One hundred percent, he does. He knows I mean, exactly I'm honestly what he's in doing. awe that he's like new at this. Yes, yes. I mean, like imagine the imagine the fucking the environment he's grown as a wrestler in, like the environment mm. he's been practicing in. It's wild. And I think it's another thing of, like, he was always practicing for TV. Yes. Like, he he is not someone who was learning to wrestle on the indies. Like, he was always wrestling for TV, and you can tell that, because... (laughs) 
you know, you want to talk, you want to talk about AEW homegrown talent. Oh God, fucking Hook is the prime example right there. God, Hook, Jade. Yeah, yeah. God, Honestly, fucking, they're doing they're doing well with that nightmare. They're factory. doing really good, and they really are. Um, but yeah, no, Hook is fucking incredible. And here's the thing: like you said, um, we haven't really gotten like he hasn't really had to sell anything. That's not even like because he had that first match that was just straight up a murder. But like mm. he has had matches that aren't just like he's not having Wardlow matches. He's not having just yeah. squashes. Like he I is mean, actually yeah. he is actually like taking offense. He's just not loosing. And he never looks too rattled, but he does have moments where he is staggered, where he like is knocked down, where he like yeah. takes something that looks nasty. He just always gets back up. And it's it's so it and honestly, like a lot of that is like that he is Taz. Like yes, he is, yes. He, he is basically what if Taz was uh, good looking instead of bulky. <laughs> no offense to Taz, Ta- bulky bulky little Taz was you yeah. know he was good looking to me, but oh, like. Yes. But you know he wasn't the cold hearted handsome devil, was he? No, no. <laughs> like, it's, it's what if it's what if Taz had like supermodel potential? What if what if what if Taz was an idol? Yes, yes, very much so. But like watching those old WWF Taz matches, a mm. lot of the time his gimmick is that he doesn't die and that he will yeah. keep getting back up, and like yeah. he'll get jumped by like by like two people in the middle of like he's having a match against a third person, and these two people will come and jump him with weapons and really fuck him up, and he'll mm. just keep getting up and attacking them back. He just won't stop. Yeah. Like, and that's where where you know like the hook stuff is less about him you know, suffering and more about him just being like, nah, I'm too cool. I'm too cool for this actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, but that's also the thing, that's the thing with him his moments of letting... vulnerability are always dead. Um, tied into the crowd as well, yes, because it yes. always happens that he earns a really big part and he gets into it and he's like, yeah, do you know what? You people fucking love me. And that's mm-hmm. cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then as he's like celebrating with the people, he'll turn around and someone will get a move on him. And it's yeah. like, they know. And like, that's how the match is structured. Like they mm-hmm. know it's going to go that way. Cause he's already that over that they can yeah. schedule pops in. I mean, the second he came out, he was the most over person on the roster. Yeah, yeah. And that has I mean, and that has just no continued. other no other wrestler except maybe Jade has had like regular adverts run for them mm. <laughs> like the way that Hook has. I don't yeah. know if you watch the versions of AEW that have like the picture in picture ads and stuff like that, but they will run like because all of his matches so far have been on Rampage, mm-hmm. they run ads for Rampage that are just all about Hook. Yep. Rightfully like, so. It, Fucking rightfully yeah. so. Um, he is uh, currently feuding with... Uh, he's building up a feud with QT Marshall, which I think is the only QT Marshall feud I've ever been excited for. Uh, and also kind of like on the, a back burner feud with... Uh, what's his name? Long Island guy from 205 Live. The premier athlete, Tony Nice. Is he? Yeah, there was a thing where Tony Nice was in the crowd for a co- for like a couple of his matches in a row, so it like oh. seemed like he was going to be the next feud, but then the QT thing happened instead. Interesting. All right. Yeah, sure. I, I, I'm going to be dead ass. I forgot Tony Nice was in AEW. 
Yeah, he's had like one match on Dynamite and he lost it. Yeah. Uh but but besides that he's undefeated, I think. Fair enough. I did I I genuinely don't think I've seen a single match with him in it. Yeah. Uh, he he the for a while there, he was in the crowd more than he was in the ring. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, the the things I've seen of Tony Nese when I was watching WWE, I liked. So, mm. cool. Don't really have anything else to say about him. Yeah, um, he's a good wrestler. His character yeah. right now is sort of boring. He's just yeah. like, I'm a cool jock and I'm better than you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Hook is a, Hook is a phenomenon and he's going to keep yeah. being a phenomenon. And what you set up with Gangrel is great. And he should be <laughs> Uh, did. Hook best of the Super Juniors, baby. Vampire yeah, Hook best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. Hook and uh, Shooter tag team the Lost Boys. Let's go. Okay, but hold on. Because Noah just announced the Juniors tournament thing. <laughs> <laughs> All like, I want to see. Okay. Okay, but like, give me Hook versus Harada, though. And give He's me. He's not Hook. ready. Hook's not, Hook's not ready. Hook's not ready for Noah. Yeah, no, you're probably I, lo- I right. love the kid, he's not ready. Yeah, I know, but, like, I want it, though. I want, I do want it, though. Anyway. It, um, you'll have I, to have matches more than four minutes in Noah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. To um, be fair, I think he's gone a bit longer than that, like, in his Bear Country yeah, match and stuff I think like so. that. But I his think Bear so, yeah. Bronson match. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's doing yeah. fucking great. He's doing amazing. I can't wait yes. to see where he goes. Yeah, genuinely. Uh, he's going to be fucking huge. He already is, and he's only going to get bigger. Um, let's see, what else? I had something else that I was like, that I... Oh, did you see that Dominic Mysterio was getting interviewed and someone asked him, like, if I could open up the Forbidden Door for you, who would you, who most would you face outside of WWE? And he, like, did, like, a serious, I'm I'm thinking about this properly for, like, a good five seconds. And then he just looks up and says, Hook. (laughs) Oh my god. I mean, it's the right Dominic Mysterio wants them to send Hook. What if Hook showed up in the Royal Rumble? Talking about WWE, we should talk about free hashtag free Ali. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Mustafa Ali. We need to. We, I was going to say we need to find his non uh, WWE yes. name. I think it, I think Adam is in it, but I don't remember the yeah. rest. Uh, Adil Alam. Adil yeah. Alam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he is a fucking incredible professional wrestler. Uh, he is uh, Pakistani American and has like really. I think he was a former police officer as well. But like, yeah, he w- he was very much someone who like ha- he has said publicly that like he joined the police to try and like because he wanted to change it from the inside. Basically, yeah. he wanted to try and make the the police a force for good instead, and instead mm. like faced a bunch of racism in the police yeah. and quit. And like he, and he talks like, he talk he talked about like the things he was actually trying to do to make that happen and how he was actively shot down by his like by his precinct like boss for doing it. For like I think I think the thing that he talked most about that I've heard him talk about was how he would look up people who had like outstanding warrants and he would just call their parents and say, hey 
like your kid has an outstanding warrant. Can you make sure they're at court when they're supposed to be? And the parent would be like, oh, we didn't know that was a thing. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. And then they would hang up and then that person wouldn't get arrested because they would be at court at the right time. And his boss, and he, got like, trouble for that. he got huge trouble for that. Um, so yeah, that kind of shit. But now he's a professional wrestler and he's fucking incredible. He has like some of, for for quite some time, he was like the highlight of any AEW show. Um, and... Uh... Take two? WWE, sorry. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it is. No, it is. I haven't watched WWE in so long. For a while, he was the highlight of any WWE show you could watch. He's so fucking good. Uh, he's, he's an incredible. incredible. He's an incredible promo. He's an incredible uh, wrestler. Like, everything he does is great. Can I just say as well, for like the months he's been out, he's yeah. been posting constantly, like mm-hmm. these training sequences, these mm-hmm. sequences that he's been, like technical sequences that he's been doing in training, uh, which are really, really good. Yep. He's shouting out Dean Allmark in, yep. in, in his videos because he's using techniques that he's picked up from Dean's YouTube videos, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. For people who don't know, Dean Allmark's like a British uh, wrestling scene legend who's like been wrestling for over 20 years and is like only really, like he's like sort of getting his due now on the scene, but like, yeah. you know, he's been at it for a long time and he's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's, it's like, but the stuff that he's been putting out there on Twitter and Instagram and that is so good. Like, I know that when I go to like, uh, the women's wrestling class I go to on a Thursday, we, we now like end every session doing one of his sequences. That's like, so just good. To, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So he has not really done much in WWE lately. He had a couple of storylines. None of them really went anywhere because WWE doesn't know what the fuck they're doing for the most part. Um, and then all we heard, all we know is that he had a meeting with Vince McMahon where he was pitching ideas because that's how that presumably works. And Vince would, Vince shot every single one of them down and then offered him something that, quote, Mustafa would never, ever, ever in his life be willing to do. We don't know what that is, but we can we can assume a lot of things from who Vince is. Um, and from who, what, like, current WWE exactly. programming looks like. Exactly. And literally the same day, uh, Mustafa announces on Twitter that he has asked for his release. Uh, a hashtag starts... Uh, hashtag free Ali. WWE started blocking anyone who said free Ali in their res- in their replies. Uh, Mustafa blocked w- the WWE Twitter account because of this, and currently there is no sign of WWE being willing to release him from his contract. They are basically this holding is him a niche, like wave after wave of releases, which was yes. which they keep like you know keep citing budget cuts. Budget. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's so like even without this, it's patently bullshit. Um, WWE knows how fucking good he is, and they, and they are just don't want him. him on AEW. They don't want him on AEW, and I don't think Vince thinks that far ahead. I think Vince, from Vince's perspective, he's just holding him out of spite. Uh, I don't put that past him at all. Uh, but like the second he's free, he like any company 
that can pick him up is going to be better off for it. Mm. No question. Like whether that is AEW, it's New Japan, it's fucking Impact. Like whoever can get him is going to be way better off for having him. And yeah, fuck WWE yeah. for holding him hostage, effectively. Fuck WWE. Mm-hmm. I think that on the topic of, uh, you know, American wrestling companies and how they've yeah. treated their talent recently, specifically yeah. regarding, uh, you know, complaints about representation mm-hmm. and, and race, mm-hmm. I think we, we need to talk about the big swell Tony Khan situation. Yes, we do. Tony Khan has a Twitter account and he shouldn't. On New Year's Eve. What a shitty little man. What a uh, shitty little man he is. Truly, truly. It's, I mean, you can tell that the man was a forum poster and he has not taken any lesson of other forum posters going down. He's the forum poster child of a billionaire. Yes. So on New Year's Eve, uh, Tony Khan was on a yacht, I believe, is what I've heard. And he decided to pull out his phone and there he saw. An interview with Big Swole, a uh, African American women pro wrestler who formerly it, worked it wasn't for an AW. Interview. Wasn't it? No, no. It, Swole has a podcast. Uh, oh, right, on a, right. On a, on a service called Call In, which right. is basically a podcast service where you just like call in from your phone and yeah. record it and, you know, do it through that. I think it's mostly done through Apple, but you can listen to it online if you're an Android user. Sure. So it was Fightful had basically uh, partially transcribed or fully transcribed and reported on her mm-hmm. podcast episode that she put out. Mm-hmm. And in this state, in this uh, podcast episode, she basically levies the most mild criticism I think AEW might have ever received. Um, after, after, like in hand, hand in hand with lots of praise, yes, both about yes. the company in general and Tony Khan personally. And Tony Khan personally, like she, she even specifically says they have no issue between them. Yeah, and they're on good terms, and she wishes nothing but the best for the company, etc., etc., etc. Tony Khan, Tony Khan throws a tantrum, is mm. what he does, um, and he tweets out. So the, I, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but basically the first part of it is like. He's talking about, like, uh, you know, here are the people of color who won uh, big matches recently. Here are people in charge of this company who are people of color, himself included. And, like, that's fair. That's a fair response to the to the criticism levied. And then... then not really. I mean, not really, it's, if at we least, it's something... No, not in detail. It's but, a like, response. I can, well, under, well. It's, I can understand that response. And if, if, if it had stopped there... I don't that would have been one thing. It wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a big deal. And then he says, the reason I think he says I fired Big Swole, or the reason Big Swole. The reason I didn't renew her contract. Yeah, yeah. The reason I didn't renew her contract is because she wasn't a good enough wrestler. Which is just patently untrue. I think he didn't even say she wasn't good enough. He says I think she wasn't very good. I didn't think she was very good. Like it wasn't even it's, that she wasn't good enough; it was that she wasn't good. Maybe I don't have again. I don't have the tweet in front of me. I don't think it's been deleted though, which is yeah. shocking to me. But like, it's just 
So th- this is in response. So basically, all <sighs> that Swole all that Swole said was she was talking about how one of the reasons why she chose to leave was because of representational issues in the company. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she brings up is actually how women are represented in the company, yeah. and is talking about the classic, like time and time again, like reiterated point by the fan base of why isn't there more than one women's match a show? You know Something, what I mean? Like, yeah, what, yeah. even when there's several storylines going on, why does that not translate into several matches? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. It, and, 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 but all, and, you know, and then she also says that, like, for her personally, she didn't, fi- she didn't enjoy some instances of the black representation and felt like it wasn't very authentic. Yep. But then also talked about how, you know, she obviously wants good representation for everyone, not just uh-huh. for her, but that's how she felt about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, was very much saying, like, this is my personal opinion. And basically, Tony, like, the response that Tony Khan gave was, like, as if, like, he had been called a racist and the company yes. had been called a racist place to work. Yeah. And and then he, he was and basically then decided, saying... And then decided mm, to just fucking person, like... Uh, like and then he just personally who, attacked her. Yes, with, literally yeah. just went through a personal attack f- to a woman who, in the very same, held that fucking division up for two yes, years. Yes, and 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 not even like in the very same transcript where she's le- levying these like again mild fucking criticisms. She says that Tony, like Tony, and I are on good terms. Tony and I are fine. Like, there's no beef there. There's no bad and blood. And it goes on I to like talk him. about how generous he was and everything. Yes, and yes. Like, you like know, she, she does like she everything. Like, she talks him up. She does everything in her power to be professional and good about the thing that she's saying. And Tony and throws a not. tantrum. <laughs> he and just, No. He, I'm... God, it's so... Can I say, I genuinely think that he didn't listen to it. I genuinely think he didn't even read the article. I think he just saw the headline and... and I would have to assume. I would have to assume so, right? If he he heard... If he actually read it or listened to it and still wrote what he did, I I don't know how that is even possible. Yeah, so then... Obviously, so then... uh, this causes this, issues with this some people spawns, who... This spawns huge discourse immediately, and it puts a lot of people in a W in a really uncomfortable position where they are suddenly asked to be arbiters, basically, on racism in AEW, or alleged, right? Like, all of that shit. Like, basically, every person of color which in AEW... Even, which isn't even what the conversation no, was. It was not instantly the goalposts had been shifted. Yes, yes, instantly. But, like, suddenly every single person of color in AEW are, like, being harassed for statements on this. Um, oh, and can power, you just say as well, yeah. Tony Khan, something we didn't mention, is as after, in the same tweet as he gives this personal attack against Swole, mm-hmm. then goes on to promote uh, the death match, that, like the, the yes. tag uh, hardcore match between Anna Jay and Ty Conti and, uh, yeah. and uh, the Bunny and uh, Penelope Ford that was on Rampage. Which is, that which is an incredible death match. 
an yeah, incredible it was, it was match. Yeah, it was an incredible match. And he, and he put the promo for it in the same yeah. tweet as his insult. Yeah. So then, like, I know at one point Nyla had to tweet out, like, I honestly don't know how I feel about this, but mm-hmm. I don't want the way people, I don't want this to distract from like the work that got put in on the actual match. Like, yeah. I don't want, you know, like, because that's, he was that's, sort that's... of combining both things, like yes. the conversation, it wouldn't have and been that... about the match. No. And that, and <sighs> that match got, and that match got completely overshadowed by the, like that match got virtually Despite no the fact discussion. that it was, you know, it was incredible and they put in oh, yeah. their fucking heart and soul. Yes. It was one of the best death matches I've maybe like. It was. It was. It. It is absolutely like going forward. When I think back on death matches, I will be rewatching for many, many At years. Least, like that's one of them. Ones. Yeah, yeah, but like that is one of them for sure. It's fucking incredible, and no one talked about it for more than a couple, like a couple tweets here and there because this was going on because Tony had to put his fucking foot in his mouth. His rich fucking foot and his rich fucking mouth. It's and it, it's one of those things where it's like you can't not see it as a personal attack because no, it's just no. so blatantly untrue. Like yes. to say that she wasn't good enough as a wrestler. Like fucking, you know, if Britt Baker was the face of the women's division <laughs> as AEW and her both like to tell us over and over again, which I'm not mm-hmm. saying isn't true, but like if she's the face of the women's division, Swole was the backbone. Yes. <laughs> like yes, one hundred percent. She kept that shit going, and that's with and that's a wild battling Crohn's disease. Yeah, this is while having to take time out, like to with a disability, like several yeah. times. But yeah. she's still every time she's able to go to work, she put in the fucking work for herself and everyone else on that roster. It's, it's fucking. And that, it's none fucking of that her... mattered because she dared to say that it wasn't a perfect place to work. Like fucking her and Red Velvet, basically, have been holding that shit down yeah. for the longest time. Mm. And this is how Tony does her. Fucking, it makes me so angry. It makes me so fucking angry. And there was no, there was no reason for it. And it's so blatantly untrue. Like, here's the thing as well. Like, there was no, there was no, there was no one, at least that I could see, that was on Tony's side in this. Like, it was immediately clear that Tony fucked up. There were other wrestlers who then, you know, because of, like we said, the shifting of the goalposts, yes, like, yes. Had, like clearly felt obligated to tweet out about their personal experience. And, mm. and then, and then they got like positioned as taking Tony's sides, which, yes, you know, yes. I don't, they I'm do. not in the position to say in what cases that, that may or may not have been true. Like, that's not for of me to the, say at all. That's of the statements I read. None of them ever said anything that he was right to say what he said about Big Swole. Absolutely not. Yeah. I know that. I know that. So, Leo Rush in particular, yes, uh, obviously, you know, tweeted at Tony in all caps, apologize, mm-hmm. which I, which everyone was thinking. I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, and now he never, he never know, did. Still hasn't. And then what you know, Leo. And his Leo gets replaced in his storyline with Dante, which was going yeah. so well. And yeah. like they were wrestling amazing matches together. All of yeah. a sudden he's replaced by Jay Lethal in that storyline. Mm-hmm. And now he's uh and now his contract isn't being renewed and he's getting released. Uh Don or Leo himself says that was a mutual decision and like it is not mm. because of this. Like he 
he put out a statement when it was revealed that his contract was not being renewed that he's like i i have done the being stuck in one place thing before i thought like i i was okay with doing it for a little while here but like i want to i want to be out there moving about like i want to be able to work for whoever i want whenever i want and he he explicitly says it's not because of this basically and that he and yeah. tony are on good terms but like Which, obviously know, I'm, obviously again, he still I'm, says I'm not- I'm not here to say, oh, yeah. he's lying. He's not clearly leaving yes, because of, of how, because of what Tony was like, you know. But also because of the time, and I think it's worth mentioning no, that he is now leaving the company. There's no way to not think about it. There's no way to not draw parallel and draw connection there, especially with how immediately he was cut from the storyline. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I know. No, fucking... but also I, I think I think I did hear that that may have been due to like his COVID personal and, uh, yeah, yeah cuz you know he very recently lost his grandmother who was you yes, know that too. So I, d- I don't want to speculate too much on that or anything. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot there in the aftermath that we don't know but like there's no denying at all that Tony fucked up so fucking bad and like like really heinously honestly and like can I just he say, should he should delete so yes yes because 100%. like something some, something we haven't mentioned yet is fucking swole received not only death threats against her but against her kids yes like yes. in the aftermath of this like yeah. disgusting shit so irresponsible he owes her so much he owes her fucking so much and he like the fact that the tweet hasn't been deleted the fact that he has not publicly apologized like i don't know if he's privately apologized maybe again we don't know i fucking hope he has but he should like there has no been no no indication of such in public neither from swole nor from con the like if I expected his Twitter to get deleted. Like I expected yeah. him to just remove. Like I expected that seems someone. Like a reason to finally log off. Yes, I expected someone at that yacht to grab his phone and throw it in the fucking ocean, and just not allow him to have a phone anymore. It's fucking wild. If I had a lot of money, I would simply be normal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. want to close this off with just like like we said some of our some of our patreon listeners uh very very graciously gave us a couple of prompts for like best x of the year essentially do we want to go through mm. some of those and just like yeah see if we, see if we can on, do we touched a couple we but do we want to wrestler of the year and match of the yeah, year yeah yeah but do we just want to do like lightning round, basically hip fire? If we don't have an just answer, see that's what's fine. What's the first thing to come to mind? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll 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 do first. Best hair. What's your answer? Oh, this is hard. Hayata. Hayata. Okay. Good. 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 I was gonna say uh, Nakajima. Both fit. Both editions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, he he was the first one to come to mind. But I was yes, like, I've course. said him on both of the uh, things. Best beef. Oh, 
it might be Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Just because um, that fucking... That them in the ring blew everything else away that was yeah. like going on in AEW at the time yeah, and afterwards. Yeah. Uh, my answer is Powerhouse Hobbs. I know that's not the kind of thing that <laughs> yeah. refers to, but that's the answer. Uh, I mean, you are right. He's the best fucking be. Uh, best gear. Goshiyazaki. Uh, oh, it's not a bad one. Goshiyazaki. Oz- oh, no, that's not from. No. When did he return? Was that December or was it he January? He returned. He must have returned late, late, late December, right? He definitely. Ooh, it might, it, he definitely it probably came doesn't come for off the year, though. He definitely came out. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, Kumia. If you want to go that, if you like, if you want to, he did, you want he did the change for a bit, didn't he? But that he he's... did. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'm trying mm. to think. Of, I'm trying to think of other gear because honestly, me, Hobbs is up there. Hobbs, Hobbs is, is really up one. there. Hobbs is really up there. Uh, for me, it's Inamura. I fucking love his singlet. I love the Musa singlet. <laughs> Inamura is good. Inamura yeah, is good. Yeah. Um, uh, favorite best entrance music. Entrance music. Oh, mm. when did Keno the de- the de- uh, debut his new one? Was that twenty two or twenty one? Like where the long version of of where is it with the like acoustic intro? I think he's done that a couple times for like especially big matches. I don't think mm. I don't think that is a new introduction. But I was okay. also gonna I was also gonna say Keno's like that song is fucking <laughs> bomb. That song is incredible. Uh, Kingston's also extremely up there. Uh, CM Punk's also like Cult of Personality is just a fucking great song. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Favorite blonde performer. <laughs> That's very funny. And none you're of the not. And lot. you're not. None of the varsity blondes. And you're also not allowed to say uh, Takayama. Hmm. I mean, Takayama's not really been performing exactly. I see. Yeah, but who says we have to keep to only who's been active in twenty one? It can be just who we have fair, seen fair. in twenty one. Uh, do you know what best blonde performer? Kira Hokuto. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good answer. Yeah, fuck. I fuck you, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> no one is going to say Cody. Let's be real. Um, fuck, I saying Nakajima again feels like a cop out, but he do be having blonde hair. Yeah, he's blonde now. He wasn't yeah. for a while, but he is now. Yeah. Uh, fave white meat baby face. Mm. <sighs> Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't look exactly fit, does he? No, no, he's no, not. Uh, he's for sure, he's he not. He is to me, damn it. Uh, yes, 100%. He's been a face in everything he's ever done, let's be real. Um, Except for, I guess, that first feud with Moxley. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, Jungle uh, Boy? I, I, ha- I mean, for, for me, the answer is clear as day, Hangman. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It is Hangman. It is yeah. Hangman. Most entertaining heel. Entertaining heel is important here. Mm. A heel you actually like seeing on your screen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Malachi, uh, Malachi Black has been really, really good. good. House of Black has been really good. Oh, yeah. fucking, fucking Miro. 
Oh, yeah. Miro yeah. had a great year. Yeah, he really did. For um, me... Most like memorable for, spot. Oh, yeah. Most memorable spot. Um, the thing that comes to... the cage. Yeah, that's a good one. For me, the thing that comes to mind is uh, the the cutter onto the side of a ladder from that uh, Penelope Bunny versus uh, Conti and Anna J deathmatch. Was the uh, Exploding Ring deathmatch in 21? Oh my god. Maybe. It because my favorite, my favorite spot might be when Mox kicked out of the pin by exploding the barbed wire yeah. in Penny's face with his foot. That is very good. That is very good. Uh, favorite comedic match? Ah, this is this is Congo versus DDT for me. Yeah, same. same Not a comedy me. match, but it is a comedic match. It is a comedic match. That's actually something I wish AEW had more of, and something I hope we're gonna get more of now that Danhausen is here. Uh, we need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk about Danhausen being here as well. For by the way, uh, favorite gimmick match. For me, it's a cage match. Like. It's my favorite match of the year that year, and it's it yeah, is a good yeah, match, yeah. So yeah I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it to that. Oh, oh, yeah. oh mm, Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers cage yes, match. Yes, I was going to bring that up when we came to tag teams because mm. that was my favorite tag team match of the year for sure. That was so good. It's so fucking good. Um, next question is also going to be the cage match for me. Uh, it's the match <laughs> that turned you into the most match that turned you the most into a little sicko. Um, and yeah, it's the cage match. I, I was fucking, I was hooting and hollering throughout that entire thing. This for me might be, uh, Nakajima versus Keno. Yeah, that's fair. That's entirely fair. Or, yeah. Uh, storyline. Or, no, or, or this might be, this is Danielson versus, uh, versus Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, fave storyline. That's going to be Danielson for me. Danielson running through people and like, his it's not it's not technically like a like a kayfabe storyline but just going from wwe and like really fucking i mean it kind of he brought it in he, he was he was he explicitly did. talking about him being in <laughs> wrestlemania and stuff like that like he's yes, he's not ignoring that he just come from wwe he, no for sure but like the fucking like he just he just set off the limit break the chains came off he he took off the weights that he'd been having around his ra- his waist, his wrists, and his ankles for all those years in the WWE, and it's he's just it, free. He's just it's not Dragon Ball. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing broccoli. I thought you were doing broccoli. Well, I, I broccoli is also that yes, but the the thing I saw it first on is uh, Goku training with. Hi. Yes. Okay. I just, I remember him going into the hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. No. He used he used weighted shit there too. Uh, which two hours weighted, in? They used weighted turtle shells. Which two Mr. hours Kami, in? I think. Hold on. Hold on. When more? Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can't do this to me. Most promising younger wrestler. Hi. Hook. Next. Who are the Hook, real yeah. four pillars of AEW? Hook, 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 hook. <laughs> um, hmm. Hook. Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida, yeah. 
I mean, Brit Brit has to be on there, right? I. I, yeah, hang, yeah, hang, yeah. Hangman, Hangman, probably, right? Well, no, because okay, okay. This is what this is what we this is what we need to talk about with the four pillars. Is what you mean by the four pillars? Do you just sure. mean like the four most important people in the company? Because the yeah. way they use it on AEW is it was originally they would say the four young pillars, yeah, and that's that was true. that was why it was like, oh, well, this is like the next it was supposed generation. To be, it of was stars. supposed to be like the few, the four, the four, the four people that four would hold future down the races, future. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's true. Uh, so I think if it, if we're keeping it to like the future race sort uh-huh. of category, uh-huh. then like Dante Martin, yes, uh, Daniel Garcia, yes, Hook, uh, Hook, Lee Moriarty could be in there, but I don't know if he is yet. I would still, in terms I would of still, how AEW present him. I would still have Jungle Boy in there. Yeah, I think. Mm, uh, yeah, I feel like Jungle Boy's hitting a. Yeah, he, he could easily be an ace yeah. one day still i feel like yeah i feel like sure. they, they, you know they're trying to act like he's elevated because he's a tag champ now i like, don't think know, he's, he's there got yeah i don't think yeah he's me there, neither yeah. Uh, I, honestly i think as much as well as jurassic express is going for him i mm-hmm. do feel like at some point he's got to be a singles guy i feel like that will come whenever cage decides to turn on him like i feel like jungle boy v cage is a program happening Probably. Yeah, they still give him singles matches. Like you know, yeah. like there's no reason he can't be in a tag team and a singles guy. Um, but I feel like for him to be like the ace, ta- ta- like tier guy, like yes. if he's going to be like that sort of talent, he probably needs to have a run on his own. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the best unit in each promotion you've watched: Noah, Congo, Congo, definitely. Uh, AEW, no AEW Death Triangle. Ooh, Death Triangle, very, very good. AEW's got so many fucking factions. They do, they do. Can we run through some quickly to see if to see who? I mean, Team Taz, I guess how... obviously. Oh yeah, Team Taz is a strong contender. Best friends. Best friends, yeah, best friends. Uh, um, love the else? best friends. Love the best friends. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, house, house of, ha- yeah, but they're always around, and I'm not. Yeah, House of Black now. House of Black now, but they didn't get going for real. You know, they're yeah, they are, about, yeah, they're, they're still sort of a thing. They're still being built. Yes, uh, when they are finished building, it's going to be fucking incredible, though. Um, yeah. Uh, anything, anything. Oh, any- AHFO. <laughs> not off. them. Fuck off. <laughs> Get them away from me. Oh, sorry. F- aren't they with Andrade now, too? God. Yeah, that's why right. it's the AHFO. Right. Yes, I remember now. Uh, <laughs> anything Eddie has been in? Well, that's the thing. Eddie's not really in a faction anymore. Yeah, he's not. I like, he, he, well, he, he was The family for a long time. was great. The family was great. The family great, was yeah. so good. Yeah. Was the family 21? Uh, I, I guess it must know. have been if the death match was, if the exploding ring death match was, because that's yeah. when it ended. I I really don't know. I really really don't know. The family okay. could make it for like best one, best for me, like of the year or whatever. If that was last year, I that think was I I still think Death Triangle takes it for me. But Death Triangle is integral. Is a part of the family, obviously. 
Mm. Uh, cool. Not pack. All right. But... Let's move. Let's move to the little hater zone. Thank you, Mo. Mm. Wrestler whose segments are an insta skip. MJF. Yep. Cody. Yep. Darby, Al- Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Yeah. Just, just nothing. Just, yeah. yeah. Just not uh, interested. I will. I will say. Uh, Sammy Guevara and Cody had a ladder match, and Sammy delivered the nastiest cutter I think I've ever seen in my life. So shout out to the that match. The match was great, but like, I still don't really like either of them, even though they no, had a really good match. Either. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I, I, did, I didn't even. I didn't even really like the match that much. Like I, I did. Liked, I, I did. I like that good. spot. I like that spot a lot because that was a fucking beautiful cutter. I'm gonna, like, I, I liked general, the match in terms eh. of like. Every time they did a spot, I was like, oh, that was a sick spot. Yeah. But I'm going to be real. Even even though when I started out, it felt like they were going to be more like, oh, this is more of a wrestling match than like a spot first. Like, it did just end up feeling like, oh, well, that's a spot and that's a spot and these spots are cool. But mm. there's no like, yeah, I'm not feeling anything about any of this. No, they felt like they were just moving from spot to spot, basically, which is fine. They were cool spots, but yeah, don't really feel any, anything for either of them. The whole TNT champion they debacle both had was, mixed responses yeah. from the crowd. Yeah, like, I just, I, just I feel like, I feel like Co- Cody was sort of banking on the fact that people hate him enough. Yes, that he would get, that he would get Sammy over. Yeah, but then because of like that weird promo he did last week where he got a bit of momentum back from the crowd. I think uh-huh. that's like just confused things even more where it's like, well, you know, now neither of them are really like that over. Not neither of them were like full over as you would want from a champion. Mm-hmm. It was, they were oh. both getting a mix of cheers and boos. Uh, jumping back into best unit, uh, fucking, uh, fucking Undisputed Era is here. Yeah, but I don't really care. <laughs> I do. I care. I I, I I like Kyle, and I like, I think Adam's fun. Um, I don't like I, you Bobby know, I, very much. I, I watch the I like, segments, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't care much for Bobby Fish, but, like, Red Dragon is still fucking... Red Dragon is fucking good still. Yeah, yeah, they're still good. I just... Yeah. A lot of a lot of AEW is like this is good, but they're not getting me to care about it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, most honestly, also wrestler. I think just like Tony Khan killed a lot of like momentum yes. for me in terms of like yes. how much of like I'm able to be emotionally invested in the product. Sort Absolutely. Of thing. I mean, listen, we had the same thing with Noah a while back. Like it, it's going to take yeah. a while. Um, most overhyped wrestler. MJF. <laughs> yep. Cody. Agreed. No, agreed. No. MJF Cody. Yes, agreed. Most That's annoying... to be fair, I don't think Cody I don't think Cody's overhyped. Like I think the people who love him love him for their reasons. And yeah, but like yes. I don't I don't I don't think he's overhyped. Yeah, MJF is though. MJF's MJF definitely is overhyped. One hundred percent. Uh most annoying gimmick, MJF moving on. Uh ugliest <laughs> PWT shirt. Don't know. Oh, don't that's... keep track of it. Yeah, yeah. I oh. I've Weirdest. not paid attention for PWT yeah. for PWTs since like several yeah. years ago. They had yeah. multiple accounts with fourteen words t-shirts, and uh, I was like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdest finish. I don't. Hmm. 
I don't know if I remember any specific weird finishers, honestly. Oh, no, I know exactly. I know exactly which one it is. Uh, and I don't think you uh, you might even know that it happened, honestly, so I'm just going to say it because it is absolutely the weirdest finish that happened that year. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, do you... So I actually... Was weird. It was... So I actually watched the match because of how much talk it was getting because of this finish. So I knew what was going to happen. And so the first weird thing that happens, which I think is sick, is I think this is the only good thing that has happened in the WG in years. This is sick as fuck to me. And I want people to like, this is exactly the type of shit I go, I get going for, which is that Finn gets absolutely fucking leveled on the outside, like dead. Mm-hmm. He takes the spear through the barricade. It's the Roman. It's the, it's the Roman thing, right? And he's fucking dead. And then all the he's in his demon mode, you know. So he's he's in the paint and everything. And then suddenly the lights go down, and Finn's music starts playing, and it's those heartbeats, and all the lights go red, and it gets <laughs> smoky, and Finn starts fucking like spasming in time with the heartbeats and he's revived as his music comes to the crescendo and it's he starts so going again it's so it's, stupid it's the best it's the best aj it's, it's so, so stupid. Good. no no i disagree it's the best <laughs> it's exactly the type of shit i love i'm not saying Fucking it's not yes. good but it's incredibly stupid oh it's dumb as fuck but it's great it's amazing. Love it. Love every second of it. And then he fucking puts on a clinic. He, he, like the crowd is get certain that he's going to win. He climbs up for his finish. And then the top rope just breaks and he falls and gets pinned. And then we never heard from him again. There was just nothing. There was no follow up. Nothing happened to the rope. No one cut it. No one sabotaged it. It just broke. He got pinned. One, two, three. And that was that. Never got a rematch. Never asked for one. As far as I know, he wasn't on TV. It was very clearly all, like, that was the angle. Like, that was supposed to happen. That was never questioned. Nope. There wasn't a mistake. Like, that was, that is what was booked to happen. Fucking I don't know why, shit. but yeah, fucking weirdest shit. Um, worst promo. I don't really have one to point to. Oh no, I Cody's, do. Cody's, yes, Cody's. Cody Sullivan fixed. racism is yes. an easy one. Yeah, easy. Yeah, actually, that's absolutely true. Just dog shit um, promo. Yeah, like it's objectively the worst promo yes. of the year. Yes, I'm not, not even me. saying that to be mean to him. It was no, just it that is bad. objectively awful. Yes. Um. In a in a series of bad Cody promos in that year, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole friend, program was fucked. Yes. Uh, our friend Fulink says uh, Sicko's match of the year. I think we answered that already. Uh, yeah, that was the cage war. Cage yeah. war was the haha, yes, Sicko's match of the how, year. How did we get to a world where ROH isn't in the top two for worst major promotions and they're closing their doors? Well, that would require a whole other podcast. <laughs> I think about. I think I think part of that is they had to get good they had to get better because they were less popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, it was then, it was it was like they they couldn't just rely on having like the mm-hmm. elite fans there to pad the to pad the ticket sales. So yeah. they had to like actually try and do good shows. Yeah. 
And then, uh, dear friend of the show from Darcy, tallest wrestler. Uh, I'll let you answer this, but there is a correct answer. <sighs> what the fuck is his name? It's not going to be what you say, whatever you say. I bet uh, you're going to be wrong. Oh, hold on, what the fuck is this fool's name? Andrew something. Andrew Everett. Oh, okay, okay. You're, you're, I watched, you're right. I, I watched Deadlock. I watched Deadlock. <laughs> yeah, so does Darcy every, now. So does Darcy. I've seen, I've seen every episode of Deadlock. I know the world's tallest wrestler. It's obviously Andrew Everett, of course. It is. It's Andrew Everett, seven foot four, walking yeah. tall, world's tallest wrestler. Yeah, he's the world's tallest wrestler. Like, that's obvious. It's him. Yeah. It's on paper. Like, it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just. It's, they wouldn't just say that. You no. can't just, like, cut a promo and lie. No, of course not. He's, he's billed as 7'4. It's truth. Um, they announce him to the ring as being 7'4 yes. inches yeah. tall. Like, yeah. they, they couldn't lie about that. No, God. Why no. else would they say it? Would it be exactly. some kind of joke? Yeah. What's funny? Speaking of jokes, he's 7'4. He's seven foot. Speaking of jokes, Dan Housen is in AEW, and I'm very happy yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm very I mean, happy I'm, about it. I'm happy to see more variety. Always, yes. you know what I so mean. Like, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people be like. There's obviously all the the usual people that just shit on anything that's happening that they don't know about. Like whenever AEW hires someone who is known, they cry about how oh they're just cashing in on what wwe built and whenever <laughs> they hire someone who hasn't been in the wwe they go who cares we don't know Who's who this, this is exactly like Who's when this? Brody, look, like they when don't brody even king, look like a wrestler like when brody king debuted fucking funniest fucking shit seeing people try to make the argument that no one knows who brody king is god brody um, king's so beloved he's so beloved um but yeah, I've seen people talk about that. But then there's also a lot of people who are just genuinely like, I don't know if Danhausen is AEW, like would really fit in AEW, which I think is fair. AEW or Danhausen is definitely not the type really that we've seen in AEW so far. However, mm. I would argue that it is a that that is a good thing. Uh, I want more silly shit in AW. One of the things I miss most from AW is just actual comedy matches. Not comedic matches, just pure fucking comedy matches. I think, I think AW would do good with some of those. And I think Danhausen is a fun, like, I don't think we need live segments with Danhausen every week or anything like that, but just have him pop or like just have him fill the R Truth role that R Truth had in a in WWE for a while. Just have him do silly shit. Like have him have him do fun shit in casino battle royales. Have him pop up behind people in um in uh, video segments. Like have to have him just be weird and silly and just, give him a blimp. Yeah, give him a blimp. Just fucking do Come on, shit. Tony, you can afford a blimp. Yeah, like, he doesn't need to have matches. He doesn't need to have long, drawn-out feuds or anything like that. Just Have him. a stadium stampede where he flies over the stadium in a blimp. Yes. Yes. Just let him do silly shit. And he, like, shit. drops down from a rope from the blimp. Yes, absolutely. Let him do silly, fun comedy shit. We don't need, we don't need him, like, he's a good professional wrestler, like, he's a, genuinely, he's a very good professional wrestler. Oh, uh, he's gonna do shit with CM Punk. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. And like, let him. Sure. Fine. Yeah. No, honestly, it's going to, I'd rather CM Punk be working with Danhausen than with MJF. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know so. everyone thinks MJF's the future of the industry. I don't no. give a shit about them. He's no, boring. Could not care less. Whenever, whenever Wardlow decides to fucking kill him, it's going to be a good day. Um, it should have been. It should have been. The, it should have been at the last episode, because when yes. Wardlow was the hometown hero, honestly, yeah, it should have happened. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Danhausen is here, and that's very nice and very evil. <laughs> okay. Uh, and with that, and with that, yeah, we've been going a while, nearly two and a half hours. It's I mean, a long listen, one, but you know what? You, and you also, need sometimes to reacquaint yourself and with also, us, get to you get in our voices. And also, you know what? Easily 20 minutes of that is uh, not paid by the hour. <laughs> Do you want to edit this one? <laughs> sure. I mean, <laughs> okay, we great. went for, I mean, we went for like 15 minutes at the start when nothing was, where we, like, before we actually started the show, so. Yeah, but we still haven't finished, and we... <laughs> Well, why'd you so have to say still that? still a solid two hours. Why'd you have to say that? That's... Um, um, what do you mean? I, 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 I felt like we had ended. And we... and you're No, you're right. We haven't. We haven't? We still haven't? No, this is, no. We're, in, we're in the middle of mind and I just, I just got it in my head that we were done. I was like hovering <laughs> over the stop recording button. <laughs> we just want to finish. <laughs> Emmy, please let me be free from this podcast. Um, where can people find you on Twitter, AJ? Uh, you can find me at More Guillotines, or you can find uh, the podcast at Work and Stiff FM. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can find me if you look. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash working stiff. You can, uh, send in questions and opinions and stuff like that to working stiff radio at gmail.com. I believe. Yeah. Is, is there anything you want us to try and explain? Is there anything you want us to check out? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything you think we should cover that we haven't covered? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we fucked up or got wrong? Yeah, please, please send us corrections if you have them. We are more than happy to take that. Uh, and yeah, send us, send us if you if you don't want to join Patreon but do want to get into Discord, send us nice messages. You'll probably get in. Uh, yeah, just DM us. We'll, yeah, we'll honestly, fine. just yeah, that's totally fine. Um, as long as you're not yeah. a prick, then as long as you're not a prick, prick. Yeah. yes, we haven't yes. had to kick anyone yet. It's a it's a small little hangout small, space, but so far everyone's been space. really chill and nice. They really have. Uh, go check out all the other shows on the Southpaw Network, which we are now proudly a part of. Thank you to Southpaw Absolutely. for hosting us. Uh, working with them has been incredible. Uh, join their Discord and pay their Patreon at South. I think it's just at Southpaw, right? Or Patreon.com/slash uh, yeah. Southpaw. Well, South, yeah, I don't know whether it's Southport or if it's Southport Pod. Mm. Uh, but you know, you'll find it. Yeah, I Google it. You. You'll f- Google it. You'll find it. They're great, and uh, just about everything they put out is fucking incredible. So yeah, I think I think I think that's done. I think that's it. <laughs> that's an episode. That's an episode. Bye. Bye.